Hi, welcome back to Dark Rum Podcast. I'm Turtle. This is Steve. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Lovecraft Country and also H.P. Lovecraft and uh, the stuff related to Lovecraft Country. Also, we have time. There is a new show that's kind of, well, I guess it's not new. I thought it was new to Netflix, but it's from CBS Okay, that I found that was kind of interesting. Then I started watching with my family. Yeah. It's also along the lines of Creepy. Okay. What is it? It's called Evil. It's on Netflix now. Actually, I think I saw the ad for that. I, I got hooked into that one. That was easier to get hooked into. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Lovecraft so Country, I want to like, but. Clear, clear warning. Lovecraft Country, gonna be spoilers. All the spoilers. We're gonna be talking about episode one. We both watched episode one. Only spoilers. I, I, watched, I watched a few two. other things of the breakdowns. I, I want to watch episode two. I. I so, did it, and then I regretted it, so I watched episode one again today oh so that that was still fresh, oh. so that I wasn't just talking about things that we weren't supposed to. Yet. I, I watched a breakdown of episode one that made a lot more sense to me than the episode itself. The episode um, made sense to me, but I watched it like three times. I'm, part of it could be, too, that like, um, I watched it like with my roommates, and I'm like deaf, and they're like... You know, not deaf. So well, just, I waited uh, till my children and then went to bed to watch it the first mm-hmm. time. Yeah, and then because mostly I was like under the impression it was going to be worse. Yeah, like as far as graphic stuff and nudity and things, it's supposed to get way because like the first episode, even the second one, they're not like that bad. From what from what I heard, it gets pretty <clears throat> yeah knocking futs. This is definitely one of those shows. I get the feeling you got to just power through the first like. Four or five. You just have to decide to love them. No, like they mean what's fucked up though is like the characters are like likable. It's just I I don't know the the plot wasn't that there. I mean, like it was a slow build up for the first episode, which I liked because the whole time, like I was watching it again, and like Amanda was watching it with me with this time, and I'm like. Well, they hit you hard. I didn't. Well, I didn't explain to her what it was. Oh, so yeah. she's just watching this movie, thinking that it's like about like mm-hmm. '60s segregation and yeah. coming back from the Korean War and yeah. this. And then I'm like, no, 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 just wait. And then we get to the part, and she's like, oh, and I'm like, she's like what is this about? I'm like, monsters. Yeah. Um. So the the show starts <laughs> with a really cool, um, dream like sequence. war dream sequence that goes into like. The monsters and aliens and like it's it hits you hard with this early on. It's fates- Straight up the robot from uh, yeah from War of the Worlds. Oh yeah, War of the Worlds and like it's like dude is like in a black and white. War I think movie. that's the perfect example of like a dream sequence though because it was like everything that was in his mind. And, yeah, like it you was know awesome. that as the story comes on. Because so, like by the way, the red alien chick yeah. in that dream sequence is the chick he runs into later on, not his companion. Uh... When does he run into her? Uh, in um, oh my god, my brain. What the the chick in the uh, she's the, the, phone the silver call, car? Oh, the silver car chick? Nuh-uh. that's the two same different one. people. I'm pretty sure that's the same no, one. No, 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 no. But the girl who plays the red alien queen, or the red princess, or whatever it is, um, she's the voice of the person he calls in Korea. Really? Yeah. She definitely shows up in the show later on. She's not. She's not the blonde lady. No, are you sure? Um, I think it's no, super think positive because I think she's like the same actress that played the green lady in like whatever that one superhero space movie was. Yeah, but so um, I'm looking it up. I'm just trying to figure uh, out who it is. Just looking it up. Just looking it up. We do the internet on yeah. the show. Yeah. Internet corner. Do do do. 
So, oh uh, yeah, I love her. I love his <laughs> uncle Freeman, Uncle George. They're all Freeman. Or yeah, Uncle George. Yeah, yeah. Red, the elder Freeman. Red woman, red alien. Oh, uh, yeah, I can't think. I can't see. It's not. It's not her, but I don't know who it is. She's in the later she's on. She's not a white lady. No, but she is in it later on. <laughs> Probably. No, I think so. I'm just almost certain. Um, But so, anyway, so the show starts hard with this, uh, this like, dream sequence, and it's a really good dream sequence. I loved that sequence. Like, oh, the, the cinematography in that was amazing. Like, I absolutely From the black loved, to white change, yeah. and, like, the way it's kind of, like, sped up mm-hmm. sort of like i don't know the way they're moving is like faster than i think it should yeah, be. yeah well it's definitely like you know you got that feeling something's off it's yeah, like it's... the camera chasing him around was like great yeah. i love that and then you get to like full-blown like what his uh who's it supposed to be uh jackie robinson jackie robinson no with... that's like the best part because it's literally everything in his mind he's like all right i just got done with war so this is about war mm-hmm. i love sci-fi books so cthulhu and all this cthulhu crap i'm world currently world. reading oh yeah yeah this he book, so the red reads. princess comes down, and he loves baseball. I think there's like a whole quote in there somewhere, and then yeah. Jackie Robinson comes out yep. of nowhere. The 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 premise is like H.P. Lovecraft and the books exist in this universe of Lovecraft Country. So I think it's like a jab at it. Like it's like a no. They no. He's references. Well, I mean, H. that's P. not the first time that like an H.P. Lovecraft story references H.P. Lovecraft and his books because well, like do you know like why... the cult of Cthulhu kind of like that. Like H.P. Lovecraft, a little it. bit, but H.P. himself. So this 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 show is also a big fuck you to H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, a lot. He's, I mean, but he was a the super same... racist. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, what's the line he says in the beginning when he's talking about John Carter that you you don't have to love the the character or whatever to appreciate the art or some shit like that? He you says don't have to love way. the creator to appreciate the art or something like yeah. that. It's it's kind of a reference that H.P. Lovecraft you can was still a, like these things without liking a, whoever made see, it. Yeah, especially someone that's dead, where you're not worried about supporting them financially. Which is like a huge problem in like the uh, the cancel culture now. Is well, like, there's a difference between like a person and things they create, and you can appreciate things. They yeah, create. but see, here's the problem with appreciating things people create that are alive. I'm, I'm agree. I'm agree. They with, get money. They get money. But if it's it. unrelated to whatever shitty thing they did, then I don't see how that matters. But you're still supporting someone who's a piece of shit. You're also supporting everybody else that was a part of it. So like being like, ah, oh, I hate Kevin Spacey. Cancel all the shows that he was on. You're like then also taking hundreds of people out of work, I'm, including I'm, people that are like literally just getting by doing that. Like I'm, PAs I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just letting you know. Like there's there's I, I there's more to it. I understand. Yeah. Just like the idea of like like the cancel culture, like oh stop supporting that one person, like bothers me. Yeah, just because of like how many other people it does affect. Well, this is okay. Let's let's use the example of uh, J.K. Rowling. That's She's a big a one right terrible now. Terrible person. She's a terrible person. Harry Potter books are already bad. Well, I liked them. I was a big the, Potterhead. The movies were bad too. I liked the movies. This is fun. But in that, I know. I, I like you picked one that I could actually fight against. Yeah, it's just fine. I mean, you were like Kevin Spacey, like no, nah, K-Pax was a great movie. I don't, don't like cancel that movie. It was a great movie. And K-Pax sucked. He ate banana peels. You know what I liked him in? That I'm, this is the only reason I loved him in um, House of Cards. I never watched uh, but that apparently, one. But that whole just, show got canceled because of that. I was say, apparently he was just playing himself, and that's why it got canceled, because he was a piece of shit. Was he, like, raping young boys on that, too? Yeah, well, he was definitely, like, super, yeah, abuse of power. There's yeah. a whole thing with him, like, abusing his position and raping, basically raping people or, or coercing them into things for favors and things like that. Yeah. That's and him and his too. wife were like doing a bunch of shit. He just turned out to be super shitty. 
I mean, he was a politician in the show, though, so that shouldn't have been that much of a surprise. <laughs> anyway, what were we saying? Oh, so um, J.K. Rowling is a bad person. Cancel culture yeah, sucks. Let's focus Don't on shut everything Lovecraft down. Back to this. Love so Crunch they definitely shit on. Was a racist. They reference H.P. Lovecraft a couple times. They referenced Arkham, the fictional town in H.P. Lovecraft's universe. I mean, the first one though is like the reference of John Carter and how he was like. A civil war hero. So, yeah, like they not... do it with more than oh, just. Oh, you're Lovecraft. talking about like the, like the whole that... thing is like is like about about like racism in America and the oh, world. Yeah. So he's reading to give you guys an idea of what we're talking about. If you haven't seen it, he's reading the the Mars, the Princess of Mars, yeah. the John Carter series, which, by the way, I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, I never read it. I have the audiobooks. I watched I, I, I tried the movie listening and it to it. was bad. The movie, I, I thought the movie was enjoyable. Not good, but like <laughs> enjoyable to watch. But the uh, the book is just actually really slow and I'm not a big fan. It's really old. It's from a different time. People have more time to yet, read. Definitely. And um, the main character of the book is like an ex- uh, Civil War. Civil War. General. General. No, Colonel. Commander, somebody. Colonel, something like that. Yeah, Colonel Carter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Colonel, but he was on the the rebel side. And um West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia Colonel. And Cuz uh, that's all he says is he was a commander of the West Virginia Army or something. Yeah, something like that. And the woman he's talking to is like, "Oh, he was a bad man." And he was like, "Well, you can uh, appreciate Well, I think it's the story. it's funny because right before all that, like they're like, "Oh, just crossing over another bridge of some dead white civil war hero." Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely there's a lot of reference to segregation and uh there's not racial reference to segregation. It's just a movie about that for a while. It's just yeah, it's 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 not referencing. It's yeah. just straight up like here. This the, is what this the was. The whole beginning premise is about yeah, segregation and their their position in the world. Oh man, that's why I shouldn't have watched extra episodes cuz I was about to just be like, yeah, and that's what leads up to this. Mm. But then you haven't watched that one yet, so I won't do that. Well, so I know the story. Oh, have you read it? Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, going to get years the ago, book. Years ago, but I... So he... So I haven't seen episode two, but does it follow the story in that he's the... Spoilers. The Son of Sons thing? The Sons, yeah. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, so it does follow that story. And they use him he, They want to use him as a sacrifice, right? Yeah. So that's... Specifically because he's like... He's different. The, yeah, he's the great... Whatever he is. Great, great, great grandson of... The direct, Arc Wizard, direct descendant. direct descendant of the Arc Wizard of a cult, basically a Cthulhu cult. But I don't know if they say it's Cthulhu. No, they call them the something else, Shoggoth or what? No, it's, they didn't say anything. The only time Shoggoth is mentioned is when they're um in the woods peeing. Oh yeah, and it was like a joke. Yeah, because they reference H.P. Lovecraft stuff a lot. They, they do reference H.P. Lovecraft stuff a lot. They reference it even before the road trip. Him and his uncle George are in his travel store, and. Which I found out that's a real like that was a real thing, um, like the Negro's Guide to whatever the rest of the book was called. Yeah, like the the travel guide. Like it was like a, the cool thing was it was like a safety guide, really. Really, yeah. Because all it did was like tell them where, what cities, and what towns would be like safe for them to go to, not full of like racists that want to like lynch yeah. people. Which failed them because of the diner. And yeah, a few other places. Yeah, it, it is. The so diner was completely there, wrong. There's a We're getting diner. ahead of ourselves. Though. We are getting ahead of ourselves. So, like, all right. Yeah, so, he gets off the bus. You know, he's back. He's talking to that lady. And then he gets home to Chicago where he meets oh, up with they, his uncle. They walk. They walk that. They walk yeah, to the nearest town. The because the bus breaks down. And then the bus breaks down. And the, the good old boys come and with pick him up. Guy in a pickup. And the guy in the pickup is throwing the only two black people on the bus. 
weird looks. Oh, yeah. So he just carries the woman's luggage. This is an older woman. Carries the woman's luggage into town walking because they they don't imply that the guy said they couldn't ride. I think like, he did it just out I of think, safety because he uh, yeah. looked at them and then he just went and grabbed her bags. Yeah, I think he I think he made the conscious decision not to do it. Probably because his uncle runs an agency on how to where it's safe to travel and how to travel <laughs> safely. And he probably saw some negative signs from some um, races. Sure. Do you want to keep going with your list? Oh, no, yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, we were already on the part where his uncle was that. Yeah. So that was like the next part was talking about how he got home to Chicago, met his uncle yeah. in his like guidebook store. And then there was another reference to H.P. Lovecraft there because he picks up a book and then he quotes uh, like a super racist poem that H.P. Lovecraft said. Well, so there's there's a couple of re- references in that story. One of them is um, he has a note from his father. That's right. Because the whole reason he's back, back is because his father gave him this note. Yes. His like estranged father that he ran off from because his father didn't approve of his lifestyle of yeah. fighting for a country that didn't care about him. Yep. Yeah, he's the, so the main character is. Uh, One thing I noticed is everybody fan. in the movie has some torn like fam familial relationship. Yeah, like all of them. Yeah, like for him, it's him and his dad. Well, that's a theme with anything H.P. Lovecraft usually. Yeah, yeah. all right, because it was like him and his dad, the girl and everyone. Well, she's a user of people. Yeah, that's why. Like her, all her relationships are strained, and then yeah. the uncle has like, like a. It's not so much relic. Yeah, he has like a, a lost love that he's kind of like torn over. Yeah, while still trying to to live his happy family life with yeah. his his wife and daughter. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's there's definitely something going on with the uncle. Like he and had like a second family on the road or something. And no, no, it's not referenced in this one yet. But that's not what it is. No, I'm not. Oh, did you see it in episode two? Yeah. So what I see, like I said, I read the book a long time ago. Um, Tick is possibly his son what yeah did he bang his mom yeah there's like a moment between him and um what's his dad's name i got a really cool like yeah crazy name well tick's dad and uncle george have like a moment where uncle george is kind of bleeding out and he's like i want to talk about he's like i don't give a shit if you're shot i'm not gonna talk about this with you yeah and he's like yeah but you know that he might be and he's like nope no, nope. and the dad just shuts him down. But like, wow. yeah, there's like a small reference that like Tick might not be. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. So that's that. That would be apropos for an H.P. Lovecraft story. Yeah. Um. So then they they leave. It's it's uh his old childhood friend who's uses people until she gets what she wants. Letitia fucking Lewis. Yeah, Letitia Lewis, Uncle George Freeman, and Tick Freeman. Yeah, and Atticus. Atticus. Another reference to literature. Yeah. Oh, so in the, in the travel store. He has this note from his dad, and he, he reads it as Arkham, Massachusetts, which is Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Um, that's, it's a fictional town there. His Uncle George is like, that's not an 8K, that's a D, it's Artem. And they find Artem. But that is a direct reference to, they're still going to Arkham, Arkham Massachusetts. Yeah. It's just named Artem in this. Um, and which is speculated to be in Devon County, Massachusetts, where people thought, you know, H.P. Lovecraft was writing about, even though he always, while he was alive, was like, no, it's a fictional place. But he said the same thing about the Necronomicon. I could hear that. Was that you? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Jared just Wait, he said the Necronomicon wasn't real? Yeah. It isn't. Well, because he made it. 
Oh, I was going to say, like, all Necronom- well, Necronomicons aren't not real, but, like, the whole idea is The that whole it's, idea it's, of the Necronomicon is real. Is there's it, a is lot of them. Real. It's just, like, any, like, person that there's practices witchcraft special them. book. There's a ton of books that have been called the Necronomicon for, like, hundreds of years. Yeah. Um, like, before he made them. But now you look back and, like, are you translating that as the Necronomicon because of H.P. Lovecraft? Or, anyway. Well, it turns out a lot of the old witchcraft books from, uh, from ancient Egypt were just... Science books. Well, yeah, they were like it was math. And they were basic like, science. "Are you sick? If you rub these two herbs in the wound, it'll keep you from dying." And it's no, like, but like it wasn't even like magic stuff like that. Like literally, like the math books of ancient Egypt were considered. Oh, magic. I was talking about like um antibacterial stuff. Oh like, yeah, like medicine too. Like legitimate medicine, medicine is what I was talking about. Like yeah. the, I wasn't talking like herbs, like which herbs. I, mean, I like, it was just the way you said it, but I was like, no, but like even just like basic, that's, that's basic mathematics like, and science were considered you, witchcraft. Do you have a always fever? Funny. Are you burning up? Drink these two things. And it was like basic forms of aspirin, <laughs> but with tea. But they were like, they're a witch. Burn them. Not in ancient Egypt. That was... Is that what happened to Jared? Did he try like making an herbal tea and people were like, witch, kill him with fire. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's about yep. right. We'll, we'll go with that. That's what happened. <laughs> Definitely what happened. So they load up their... Uh, they load up their, their Woody. Their, their, their lucky station wagon. Their good their, old trusty their, Woody. Their battle wagon Woody. It's an old school <clears throat> wood panel station wagon. I love it. I like the... Well, actually, let's let's go back. Let's go to the block party because my okay, favorite yeah. part was when Letty La recognized... Tick. Tick. Because she recognized him as... This little nerdy bookish kid, not this kid who just went to like the Korean War. Well, so she came back and recognize ripped. him at first. No, what's I her, know, that's what's right. her face? Sister. Her sister was Is her like, sister's name said? Because I, yeah, even I think after so. rewatching it multiple times, did not remember. I don't, care. so I don't, her sister comes in later on, I think. She comes back? Yeah, I think she comes back into the story. Okay. Um, cool. I don't remember what I think. It was her, just like, I think it was said like once. I think her sister's name was said, and I think it's an S. I just can't remember what it is. Yeah. But so. Yeah. She's there harassing her sister for a place to stay. Not necessarily harassing her. She oh, just she... did the little like, uh, hey, hey, what's hey, up, sis? And she was all like, do you need well, money? And she's you... like, I don't need money. I just need a place to stay. You get a feel for who this chick is early on because she is immediately shot down by her sister as someone that's To be fair, to in that very first one, I felt I felt bad for her the first time I watched it. Because I was just like, oh, her sister doesn't like her because she clearly had some kind of estranged relationship with their mother yeah. and didn't come to the funeral. Because that's, 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 how, it comes, how, it that's how it's played it off. Yeah. It's not like this. It's not until later when you're like listening to her argue with her brother where you're like, yeah, maybe she's a bad person. When you hear her arguing with her brother, that's when you start to really figure out like, oh, she's a bitch. And that took me a couple watches because I think Uncle George actually explains that to Tick too. Like, yeah. You start talking to like, she kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, like she's a, you know she's a user. She uses people, um, but and so then, she's using them in this moment yeah. too to travel. Yeah, exactly. Because it was they. Oh my god, Kyle, are you all right? What are you doing, bud? She wanted them to take her to their brother, her brother's yeah. house on, which I yeah. didn't even know that's who that was at first either. I think it was like when I heard him say "our mother," and I was like, oh, "That's her brother." Yeah. So again, like second time watching. But it. so she sees Tick, and he is shirtless and wet under a fire hydrant. At this block party thing or then whatever. she's feeling the same way. Wait, what? What? Yes, she is also shirtless and wet. No, no she just wants to be. And uh, then she's like, wait, that's little Tick. And then like. Then the next day she's loading a van to go on a trip yeah, with him. All of a sudden she's involved somehow. Like, you don't know how. She's <laughs> There's just, really no nothing. There's nothing said about it. The you party he, ends. He wakes up. Have, what are you doing here? Uncle George isn't ever like, oh, I got her to come along to help with this. They never bring it up. She's just there coming. Like, that's a thing. He he sort of does. He's just like, she's only coming part of the way. But, like, <laughs> I just feel like he's, like, one of those dudes that's super nice and would just Yeah, he probably invite is. He's her. probably the kind of guy that would just be like, 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. We, you can come. You can ride along. I also. Uh, it took me a little while to understand his knee problem. Well, because he said he had both his knees shattered. Yeah, but like that, again, I had to watch it a couple times. Yeah, because I'm just like, oh, he shattered his knees. He's older, whatever. And then like it hit me, like he writes this book that's a guide to where it's safe to go. It's why he doesn't want his wife going because yeah. it's not safe. And then I was like, safe. oh, you got attacked. That's what that was. Especially uh-huh. like it took me a while to really understand the line where he's like, yeah, she might not have outran them. And I'm yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. He got, so he's got two busted knees. They kind of show, they don't tell you straight up early on in the episode. No. You don't really, they don't even. He just really, complains about it for a while and yeah, then he, it happens. He complains like, about it. You kind of get like vague references. He definitely got like attacked for being black and. It doesn't come up really fully until Tick's like, I'm going here. And then the uncle's like, well, I might as well just do one about that place. I haven't yeah. been there yet. Well, okay. Yeah. That's how he brings it up because yeah. he's like. You know, your aunt was asking to do it, but uh, nah. Yeah. Um, so they end up at a diner that he knew, used to know, was a, a black-owned diner, safe place to stop on your travels. Yeah. That, mo- you- that scene was actually really good because it was tense. Like, Yeah, it was very They tense. get there and they're like, maybe we shouldn't go here. And I was like, I don't give Which a fuck. It was, it was good. Preface. The whole atmosphere when they walk in the diner. The, the show whole is- atmosphere when they drive into that town. Because yeah, right before that even. Yeah. Um. Is a really good good montage of of what life was like for for people of color in America at that time, mm-hmm. because they have like the gas station scene yep. where the dudes like making monkey noises at them. There's the they the ice cream parlor scene where you see the family of people of color and then a bunch of white people yeah. and the people are just ignoring no, them they, while they're there because they had a colored line. <laughs> and then it, the the movie theater where it's like the colored only entrance mm-hmm. and stuff. So they have all these references. They do while... this montage to segregation. And then they pull into this town. Well, it's also got like a great speech playing by James Baldwin about um, being black and the American dream. Yeah, and like I, they, I don't know, that was like a powerful so, moment in the movie. One of the show. things I love the most about that diner scene, they build this tension up early, right away. You get the feeling that this place is not what not he thinks it is. Going to be okay. Well, I yeah, mean, just the okay. dude that's sitting at the counter yeah. that looks like he's a brown shirt. Yeah. From, like, the Nazis. And then uh, you get the heavy implication that the place was burned to the ground because Tick moves a tile on the floor, like it, like a loose tile. Yeah, and you sees it as burnt. burnt wood underneath. And then they he asks his uncle, you know, why did they paint the White House white? And yeah. then the whole idea was, well, it was to cover up the burn marks from when mm-hmm. the whatever burned down the White House. Yeah. And then while they're having that conversation, Letty is going to the bathroom and she overhears a conversation between the waitress, the, the fry boy, and, and uh, his the owner of the shop. Oh, I thought it was the waitress and the. There was no waitress. It was a dude. I thought wasn't it a chick? It was a waitress. No, it was the dude. He was like, "No, I haven't served him yet." He's like having this whole conversation about it. Okay. And then the epic moment of Letty running through the restaurant, screaming, "We gotta we get gotta the fuck, fuck out of here!" Yeah. And then they do, and then the trucks roll up. She hauls ass, and the whole time she's like, we gotta go, and they're like, let me drive. And she's like, fuck no, we don't have time. Yeah. And then that chase scene. Yeah, that chase scene was really good. So then so the fire department and the, a couple the, of good old boys in a pickup truck with a shotgun. silver car shows up. Well, I was, I was, I was going to say who was chasing them. Oh, okay. This was a fire truck. Yeah, there's a fire. It's, it's One of them the was town. a fire truck and then a, and a group of three dudes in a black pickup with a dude riding in the back and a shock or yeah. rifle just shooting at them the whole yeah. time. Yeah, like. Worst shootout ever, though, because yeah. Tick didn't hit nothing and they didn't hit nothing. Yeah. Nobody hit nothing. You no, hear it pinging off stuff and you're like, there's no damage, though. Yeah. Like later, um, there's no bullet holes in the car. At which point, when they're like 
outside of town, this silver sedan. And that's not the first time it's seen. It's just no, no, like they, the first time you so really notice it. They show the sedan following Tick for a while. Yeah. It They've shown a couple times. references earlier on, yeah. And then when he's at the uh, the bar where his dad usually is, yep. there was a reference to a silver sedan. Yes, he pulled up in this fast as shit silver sedan, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So you see the silver sedan. They're out of town. They're being chased by the good boys. It like jukes in front of these good old boys, and their cars flip over it. They don't hit it. They flip over it. And then the crew noticed that that was weird. Yeah. But they just chalk it up to Letty's good driving. Yeah. They're, they're like, like, what happened? Who cares? We got away. And then this blonde chick gets out of the silver sedan and like stares off into the camera eerily. Yeah. White ladies. White. <laughs> There's one thing I know is evil in this world. It's white women. White women. <laughs> oh, Jared, don't agree so emphatically. Oh, we missed the one part. Um... The other great part before they left was when Tick calls South Korea. Right. I totally forgot. Yeah. Because that is like foreshadowing. Yo, so he calls. Yeah. He calls South Korea. And uh, I think it's supposed to like, I think because he said there's like references that he did something over there and or like maybe there was like a girl he left behind. Yeah. And then in this instance, it's kind of one of those where you're like, oh, okay. So he has like a love over there. But all she does is say, what is it? She, she, she answers the phone and she's like. Oh, you went home, which he never said anything, and then yeah. she's like, "You shouldn't have," and like that's it. Yeah. It's just like this eerie, uh-huh. like warning. So yeah, when I when that first happened in the show, I thought that that was something. I I didn't think any. I thought I went straight to paranormal. Yeah, I was like, that is like like psychic. Yeah, like this bitch knows like something's going on with his bloodline or something. And he knows more than he's leading on to in the show. Or at least maybe she's like psychic and like she's yeah. in danger. Maybe looking, not that she knows. Like looking back on it, I think it is probably more of a like you left me and your baby, like Dick. the comedian kind of thing going on, <laughs> except with less stabbing. I think it is meant to be more of the. Um, you think it's on it, the psychic okay. side of it? Yeah. So she they she didn't come. She some of the breakdowns that I one. I saw about it also kind of referenced like that that was because he didn't say anything. No, he said nothing. He didn't say no words to her. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe that is. Maybe that's more of the. <clears throat> that's probably why he was dreaming about her as the red. Yeah. As the red alien, red yeah. Martian princess. She comes back anyway in like the second episode too. Does she? Yeah. Not her voice, but like a person. Oh. Shows okay. up. All right. So after all of that, that's when they get the Letty's brother, right? Or is that uh, before? I think the brother was before the diner. Okay, because we didn't really talk about that. We mentioned that she had a fight with him, but like. That's where they find out about Devon County and its sheriff. Yeah. So, and, like, where they're going yeah, and so how they should be worried going there. There's a dossier on this fucking super racist lynch sheriff. Well, what did they pulled out his, like, NCAA uh, complaint list? Yes. And it was, like, a whole folder. That's what a dossier is. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> this is why your mom doesn't love you. <gasps> You take it back. My mother loves me dearly. She even loves you. She told me to say hi, by the way. <laughs> and she forgives you for the wall. I gave money to fix it. I know. We're going to fix it soon. <laughs> that hole's still there. It's still there. Yeah, we're putting up. There's an board. impression of me in your house forever. There, for now, yeah. Forever. I used that hole to wire up a new outlet in the bathroom. Really? It yeah, made from, it easier? From the outside, yeah. It was super easy with the big hole in the wall. I could just do all the wiring right there. That's drinking stories with yeah. Ryan and Kyle. Oh, man. Um, 
That's also where we found out about Tick's stress with his dad because the, the right, uncle yeah. and him are outside talking while they're screaming like that's their business. Yeah, so the, the Letitia and her brother are like full blown family rage fighting inside. All because she missed her mom's funeral. Well, that's pretty. That's shitty. all it kind of references. Yeah, it's kind of. That's, Who knows what kind of relationship they had based off like family relationships in this show? Or, you know, if she could not even make it. Yeah. You know, like traveling's not super easy nowadays, let alone then. Because it's mentioned, not only did Tick have a strained uh, relationship with his dad, his dad had a strained relationship with his dad. Yeah. And that gets brought up again yeah. later in the, in the next episode. Yes. So, like, there's a whole lot of family stress. Mm-hmm. But, like, he, he, we find out that's when uh, he kind of lost touch with his dad to uh-huh. begin with, like, just left completely. Yeah. Like, he came back and somebody wanted to interview him for how it was being black in the army or whatever, mm-hmm. over in the war. And his dad freaked out about that and was already mad at him for joining the army. Yeah. And then the uncle is like kind of sympathetic, but also kind of doesn't understand because his life was a, a different than the Tick's dad, who apparently got more of the abuse from their other father, their father, his grandfather. Yeah, their whole family dynamic is, I never, I just, I'm, it's super confusing. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand it. Like, George was like, I tried to protect your dad as best I could. He was like, well, why didn't you protect me from my dad? Yeah. That was mentioned even. That was a whole thing, yeah. Which, um, again, later, when we find out that he might be his dad, you're like, oh, oh that's even worse. Yeah, it's, yeah. Definitely dropped the ball there, Uncle George. <laughs> Daddy George. Daddy George, George. Mr. Freeman. Mr. Dr. Freeman. So, when we finally leave there, we get through that town. We get to Devon County is when mm-hmm. it really starts to get good. Yeah. So, yeah, the show, by the way, by that point, we're like 45 minutes, 50 minutes into an yeah, hour and 10 minutes really show. Yeah, it goes really fast. That's what the thing is with it. It yeah. feels like it's going too yeah, fast. Like the, the whole... I think that's why it's harder to get into because it feels super sped up. Yeah. So there's like, there's buildup and the buildup's good and like learning about like everything that was happening in that time period is good, but it's like and then just the blowing over. by at the same time. Yeah. Well, like that goes back to like what we were saying with like Letitia. Like, there's only vague. Can we also mention how good the the like I'm mixed on how the show is overall, but like cinema, like the cinematography, the cinematography of, it? of it, I yeah. loved like the way the cameras worked and everything. Yeah. But not to mention like the soundtrack was just awesome. Like for like Look, the weird moments where it would be like the block party and they had like modern rap in there, and then. The the tense moments where it was just like this really intense like old school mm-hmm. horror movie score is like just great. I'm gonna say this: the weakest part of the show was plot, and that's yeah. not, and it's not bad. I'm like I'm not trying. It's to just say just they that. really wanted to build up the yeah. idea of like the, the segregation the plot, stuff. The, episode one is very much a setting piece. Yeah, it's there to show you what's happening. It's there to show you the time frame, what they're dealing with. To build into the rest of the show. Maybe it's just like the the want to get to monsters that makes yeah, it like well, that's the problem. Kind of, that's kind of where I'm at too is I want the paranormal stuff. Now, from some of the stuff I've seen later on, oh, we're on that fast track. Oh, like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the end of the episode, it happens right away. Well, yeah. Which is what's great because it's just this like hard like change, like left turn. It's like it, it definitely, they're making fun of monsters. They got the D's Atlas where she draws monsters oh, yeah, on the it. things in the woods and like. There, there's uh, what trolls that eat your bones or whatever. He's like, yeah, that's what's over there. We probably shouldn't go there. Yeah. Well, that's OK. So we were, we were just touching on it. There's a dossier of the sheriff who is like. He is a scumbag of scumbags. Scumbag of scumbags. <laughs> sheriff. Sheriff, right? Sheriff. Sheriff. Sheriff, who is like, his whole county is a sun, sundown county. If you don't know what sundown towns or sundown counties were, 
the South, or and in the North in this I case. I actually wrote that down because I had to look it up and define it. Oh, you didn't? Eh, okay. I didn't before that. Sundown towns and Sundown counties, I guess, in this specific case, I guess there were some. Probably. Basically, uh, that if if you were black or colored, you, you travel through during the day. Yeah, during the day was fine, but don't but, be there when it's night. But when the sun goes down, you're not there. And if you are, mostly it's at your own risk. Yeah, if you are, you're in danger. Like they are going to kill you. Not like, and these these counties were so so weird because like it was it was worse than openly racist. Because the openly racist places would be like, get the fuck, fuck you, out. get the like fuck all out. All day long. Yeah, all day long. But they wouldn't, you know, that was it. You knew what you were getting. These places, these sundown towns, would smile and nod and everything was fine. There is still some, there's some the of them, basic um, stuff. So like the, you people. go in that door. Yeah. But the it was like People less. being people. But it was like a false sense of security. Right until the sun went down. And then the person that was smiling at you five minutes ago is trying to hang you. Yeah. So it, they're crazy. And this sheriff is like the epitome. So they find all this out. They yeah. got his name before they even yep. go there, which comes up And then at he, the he, end. he pulls him over. He does the slowest car chase in history where he. <laughs> well, no. I mean, like, it was actually. Let's let's go back to when that actually where he shows up because that's yeah. a really good moment. Yeah, it's a really. I forget scene. what they're fighting about. They're lost or something, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, they're, they're super like on a pissed back, off. back road, yeah. So he gets out, like storms off. The uncle's like, "No, I'm pretty sure I'm reading the map right." And he's like, "Whatever." And like, mm-hmm. Letitia gets out and she's like, "Come on, get back in the car." Yeah. And then the sheriff pulls up, and that actor, like for as horrible of what he was playing, was amazing. Oh, at he was doing an amazing it. actor. You you hated him and you genuinely felt frightened by him. Yes, he was. So here's a thing that they got from the book. I remember very specifically. He had. The ability to be incredibly intimidating in a very relaxed way. Well, he mean he was like smiling and kind yeah, of joking he, with them. He had the that air of of intimidation that is hard for actors to portray. Yeah, without going over the top. This guy definitely. This guy it. nailed it. Nailed it the whole time. He's making vague threats while smiling at them, he and then an outright threat. Well, yeah, he basically tells them until outright telling them. What are you doing? You have to leave here. You can't pee here. You can't You can't be anywhere near here, and you have until the sun sets. And now I'm going to hold you up so that your time, your time frame I just set for you is ticking down, and I'm going to make you answer Gives lots of questions. seven minutes. Yeah, seven minutes. Well, I, Tick holds himself up, too, when he's like, he's smart. Yeah. Because he should have did it. Yeah. And he asks if he can make a U-turn. Yeah. And then the sheriff's like, oh, I almost got you. Yeah. But, I mean, he also did tell them not to go the direction they were because he was like, I'll definitely get you that way. Yeah. And so they then he follows them at 25 miles an hour. Also, let's not mention, like, the the dehumanizing, humiliating thing, like, he made Tick do in order to make the U-turn. Like, that was one of the worst parts. Yeah. Um, like, can't say it on here because that's not okay. But, like, it was it was bad. The The short version is... They just he makes them take a lot more time than they need because they're on a time limit now for their lives. And then he very slowly and intimidatingly follows them because they have to do the speed limit. Yeah. It's only 25. Yeah. So it's a slow speed, speed 25 away. mile per hour speed. They've limit. got like less than seven minutes and they're going 25 miles an hour. But listen, and by the way, Letitia's like, go faster. And he's like, no, I can't well, go you fa- watch him ease off the gas. He's like, he's going to pull us over. No, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly. Because the cop said. If I find any reason, mm-hmm. I'm going to get you. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, though, I mean, he tried to help them. 
<laughs> no. He gave them several boosts to, oh, he, to get yeah. along. Boosts. He was he was he boosting rammed them. them. He, he rammed, rammed them. them. Yeah. I don't know if he was trying to spin them out or like what it I was. Don't know. I he don't was, know if I he was trying he was, to force them to go faster so he I could pull them over. I think he was just fucking with them. Yeah. This dude is I clearly... Like to think, I like to think he was giving them that little speed boost to get out a little faster. He's like, leave, leave, leave. Just fucking with them. Like, the, the time limit doesn't matter. I, I, I'm almost, it, it didn't matter at all anyway because yeah. he called ahead to the next county. Yeah, there was, no, there was no matter. It was him fucking with them. The whole time limit, everything that went with it was him... Which I was them. so confused because they get to the next county finally. Mm-hmm. There's the other cop cars waiting there after mm-hmm. they celebrate and they realize they're screwed. Yeah, and then he is also there. Yeah. So are those his deputies, or did he, or is he just friends with the other county? He's the sheriff of one of them. He's probably friends with them. Yeah, but he kept referring to them as his men. Maybe they met at the border and it's his men. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But so then they chase them into the woods. They take them into the woods. They, take, they, they don't them. chase nothing. They, they take them, them into the woods, yeah. They, they got them at they, gunpoint, and they say, let's go. They're about to kill them. They start accusing them of a, a, a string of burglars that just happened. Yeah, that's right. And then that's when shit gets real. Real good. Now, by the way, shit was real before this. I mean, yeah, this was probably scarier than what actually ends up happening. Yeah, because the stuff that happens is... Uh, the monsters are almost a comic relief. Yeah, kind of, sort of, because they start like poaching people left and right. <laughs> on the note of comic relief from that it's not funny but it's kind of funny so they're on the ground yeah. he's like oh did he really just say i could search his car did this say that i could search his vehicle blah 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 yeah no tell me again how this is a misunderstanding real quick while i put this bullet in you mm-hmm. and then the vampire monsters whatever you want to call them because they, they reference them as vampires and then Kind of fits. Yeah, the kind of fits. They're not actually vampires. They are a monster from H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> they're also vampires in the same way. But they're, they're also... Va- they're, Twilighter they're, vampires. They're the H.P. Lovecraft version of vampires. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, they have all like the similar traits. I mean, Nosferatu wasn't a pretty vampire. No, yeah, absolutely. So, they get attacked, but like <laughs> the whole time I just couldn't get over the fact the sheriff loses his arm. Oh, and, yeah. like half his shoulder. Yeah. Right away. Yep, immediately. Somehow manages the chase, Tick and Letty, all the way to that cabin. <laughs> And then bust his way in and maintain control mm-hmm. without going into shock. Yeah. Well, so that's the whole thing. <laughs> it is was kind of funny. He transforms. Yeah, I know. But I mean, that shouldn't fight. be what's driving him right then. Well, yeah. But so I think the implication being that the second the thing bit him, it was keeping the, him alive. The transformation was happening. Okay. Like, I was just I was just like so no, amazed. I'm like, no what? normal human man made that run missing an arm. No, he was dead on the ground. Yeah. The moment it happened. Yeah. But so the bite itself has already started taking effect. Which I didn't think it bit him. At first I totally thought it was a tentacle. Yeah. Because well, A, HP Lovecraft. Yeah. And B, that's what it looked like, because it's all dark. Yeah. But so it So it, they, they get to the cabin. They get to the cabin with the the, the one armed sheriff monster. And his one left deputy. His one left deputy who's Got a shotgun, and this dumbass racist deputy, while shit's going crazy around them, while his sheriff is transforming, has the gun pointed at the non-aggressive people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this dude is changing into a monster in front of your eyes. You just saw shit. Well, I mean, is- before that, he was just taking order still, but even still, I'd be like, what the f- yeah like, you're gonna die he's, he's like he's like, i'm gonna use my own brain but like, now it's not just like he's like pointing at them and like scared he's like he's like you don't move while his sheriff is like changing one armed one shotgunned and then uncle george runs in and that's where you find out like they're afraid of the light yeah which is great great knowledge for that 
Yeah, in that situation. He's like, I was just laying on the ground. Sheriff's like, I lost four men. Lucky you. Yeah. He's like, I had a flashlight. <laughs> it helped me. Yeah, right. So that's a really interesting part where it, it escalates into paranormal very quickly. I also think it's funny is like the sheriff is such a paranoid douche mm-hmm. that like he's pointing his gun at Tick and they're like, hey, we just found out they don't like flashlights. We got a bunch of shit in the car. Yeah. I didn't bring the car over here. And he's like, not you guy who can clearly run fast. Make her do it. Yeah. Like, you you die if, if everybody dies. Yeah. But no, they're dumb. I mean, you look, if they're racist, they're probably not super bright yeah, anyway. I mean, like, what was the idea? He thought that Tick would just take off and leave everyone behind. Yeah. Like... Yeah, well, he's, a, he's just he just like let his uncle in racists at the risk of letting monsters into the cabin, but yeah, because they're intelligent. That's not how racism works. Oh. So anyway, and Letitia goes and gets the car. Yeah, Letitia gets it, barrels through the door. Now I know Tick references that he shot the sheriff, but I see that I just saw the sheriff get hit by a car yeah. after he eats his deputy. Who refused yeah. to shoot him? Yeah, as he watched him turn into a monster. Yeah, yeah. And everybody the screamed, "Hey, was shoot a that dumb, guy!" Dumb shit. Yeah. yeah, he wanted to die. The deputy was begging for it. <laughs> Basically, I mean, he, he was a red shirt. Some people are not meant to live. That deputy was one of them. Yeah. He was just—he's like, "What can I do to die quicker? Maybe if I don't point the gun at the monster. Hey, let me stand next to this window. Maybe if I let this monster, who looks just like the other monsters that killed all those other people, but he's wearing my boss's pants. <laughs> my boss's <laughs> pants." Maybe he'll be different. He can't be a monster. He's wearing my boss's pants. <laughs> and then his head gets bit off or whatever happens. Whatever happens to him, I don't remember. <laughs> he gets eaten. It's a lot of darkness. There's a lot of him getting eaten and then a car coming through the wall. Yeah, so. that's, yeah. And, and that's it, when it, you see how many monsters there are. Because they get out and they start tossing those flares and it's just full of them. Yeah, it's a lot of monsters. It's a lot of these vampire things. I didn't the really whole care for the CGI on them, though. Oh, uh, yeah. They were yeah. okay. The CGI. It was really hard to figure out what they were, because the they kind of looked like this... fish monsters. Well, that's everything H.P. Lovecraft. He had a deep, yeah, that's deep true. fear of the deep ocean. That is true. He doesn't that's like why everything things. came from deep water, because he was afraid of the ocean. So, like, everything that you see that's a monster, even stuff that's supposed to be, like, vampires, yeah. is... They had, like, a fishy look to it. Yeah, to they me. look like anglerfish almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they don't have they don't have the bobbler. Yeah, they the big but they have mouth the big and like anglerfish jaw eyes. and like a sloped skull kind of thing. And yeah, yeah, everything you see is like, and that's that's in in tone with H.P. Lovecraft. So I said all of his stuff is based on the deep space that they referenced as deep oceans. All that the time. was another thing they quoted. They quoted Dracula. Yes, Uncle George quotes Dracula in that moment. Yeah, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Those are." Listen, they bite you and you turn into them. Yep. And also this. They're yeah. vampires. Yeah. And they, they, they basically are. They're, they're basically, yeah. Um, there's so a lot instead of, of like drinking it. blood, they just ate the person as a yeah. whole. There's other monsters in H.P. Lovecraft that have that kind of like vampire motif. Yeah. There's one that has like a... Well, t- that's why I thought it was weird that he jumped the vampires because in my mind, I was like, that's more of a werewolf. Well, yeah, they're kind of morally. Like, the way they were but just the, the in like general. Sensitivity is kind of... There's yeah. one thing in, in H.P. Lovecraft that like, Nails you with a spike that's going to, like, inject a poison. And if you break the spike off before it finishes, you die. But if you don't break it off, you become its permanent servant. Whoa. So it's like, there's there's a lot of stuff like that in H.P. Lovecraft. The line of, like, what monster could be what blurs pretty... I don't know how many H.P. Lovecraft things, like, I've actually fully read. I've seen a bunch of the movies. I saw In the Mouth of Madness. Yeah. Um... 
Drago, which wasn't good. That no. was a terrible low budget no. movie from yeah, like bad. when we were in high school. Uh, I think I saw like half of it. And I used to listen to them before, like when I started getting into like podcasts and like creepy stuff. Yeah. It started with like true crime documentaries mm-hmm. and like I would just drive around listening to like serial killer confessions and then it was like creepy pastas and then HP yeah. Lovecraft stories that I would yeah. and stuff like that. There's so I um, saw some. If you're interested in that kind of stuff, and this is for our viewers too, there's a, a YouTube channel called uh The Exploring Series. Mm-hmm. They do they do a really good exploring series on HP Lovecraft. They do a really good exploring on SCPs, which we've gone into a little bit. SCPs are great. They, they, they're Lovecrafty. Yeah, the there's another field. one too, like uh, the Vulgan, V O L G U N. I think I've heard that. He's really good. He does a. Oh no, does, I know that. You know, no, I do know that. Yeah. That's SCPs. Yeah, he he does SCPs, but he also does H P Lovecraft. Anyone, any of those YouTube channels that talk about like SCPs, tend to dip their toes into H P Lovecraft SCPs too. Have a tendency to be kind of Lovecrafty. Well, because yeah, a lot of SCPs are inspired anything that's by just like Lovecraft world ending and there's no hope is pretty much Lovecraft. A lot of Lovecraft really did shape a whole world of fan. So H.P. Lovecraft's work. I'm going to I'm going to sidetrack from from Lovecraft Country for a second. We're so close to the end of the movie, <laughs> the show. Well, then that's it. Let, that's it. Let people watch it. They can find yeah. out the rest. Um, H.P. Lovecraft is kind of the beginning of fan fiction because he actually only there's he only wrote about Cthulhu once. He only wrote, really yes. He only wrote about the Necronomicon once. He only wrote about a bunch of things one time. He wrote a very limited number of work. I think it was but, themes more than but than here's the here's progressive where stories. He encouraged other people to write on to his universe, which is why it's culty. Yeah, it is, and that's why because then then you have other authors, including like his, I think his son, and Wait, like what was that? Is there a Bruce Campbell movie that involves like yeah, an H.P. Lovecraft Dead. cult? No, 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 not that. Like directly, like an H.P. Lovecraft cult. I don't know. Oh, I gotta figure out what that. But was. I know. I know. It, Evil Dead is in direct reference to the Necronomicon yeah. and H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah. The the Deadites, the uh, Necronomicon Ex Mortis is a H.P. Lovecraft invention. Yeah. But well, so, I mean, it's more the theme than anything. But like so his he, theme is always just madness and well, like yeah, madness, despair, and, and like deep dark un, and body horror and stuff. Like there's no survival. Yeah. So H.P. Lovecraft very much encouraged. Fan fiction, quote unquote, before fan fiction was the thing that we really did or had the. This was before the internet, things like that. Other authors that liked his work would write stories and he would publish their stuff through his publishing company as addendums to his mythos. So he did a Tim Burton. Yes, 100%. And like, they, like, with them credited, it wasn't like he was stealing it, but Tim like. Tim Burton doesn't do that either. He just is produced by and then everybody assumes it's his movie. Well, yeah, but that's, that's exactly it. Like, it became part of the the Lovecraft mythos. So even though some stuff is not technically canon, it's canon because he embraced all of it. And he was like, "What if people were like, well, what if it contradicts?" He's like, "I don't care." That's he didn't care. He was it, take it all in, let the mythos grow. Could you really con- contradict anything? His whole idea was just like, yeah, everything so sucks and you're not getting out. There's a couple contradictions, like like anytime someone survives, that was like the contradiction. Well, so one of the contradictions is. When Cthulhu came to Earth from Saturn, and it stopped at Saturn, but... Space. Space. Space god Cthulhu. Space god Cthulhu came to Earth with his cult of alien things. He went to war with this race called the Elders. The Elders were here before them. They're super advanced, 
I'm not even going to try to describe them. They're like cylinders with tentacle arms and multi-flipper leg things and eyes. Whatever. Now, are those are those the old ones? Or no. the old ones? That's what I thought. The old totally different. Before that. The elders are only referenced like twice, once by H.P. Lovecraft and once again later on yeah. by someone else. The elders are never really explained. You never get much of it. But it is heavily stated by H.P. Lovecraft that the elders made humanity. They made a bunch of other stuff, things that turned against them. Then they made humanity and, like, went away. Now they live underneath – they live in, like, an Arctic lake in the Antarctic, if they're even alive anymore, because they've kind of faded away from That's time. That's, again, with, like, the deep sea yeah. thing fear, because everything, like, even everything is, like, deep in, like, deep the Mariana in the Trench or, or something, right? So they kind of fade away, and they're not really involved in the universe anymore. Cthulhu is asleep. He's under the deep ocean asleep. Humanity is a creation of the Elder, except – the lizard folk, because there's one of the great old ones. So Cthulhu is a great old one. This is going to get compl- com- confusing. Yeah, let's fully dive into H.P. Lovecraft in the last, like, ten minutes of our show. Just just the, the, <laughs> the great old ones are, like, the category Cthulhu's in. There's even older than that and more powerful. Those are the great grand old ones. Yeah, there's, there's like, ancient ones or something like that. It doesn't matter. I'm not going into that. But Those one of the before. other great old ones, which is on par with Cthulhu... Is this serpent god who's probably Quetzalcoatl from Azteca and South American religions? He was the serpent god. He had serpent people that, like, he when they when they were followers, if you displeased him, he would bite you and turn you into one of his serpent creatures. Well, on the note of Quetzalcoatl, I don't know if I had Jared read this one, but it was a lot. It was by the same author of another book. I definitely had him read. There's a great book by Ailey Martinez. Um, oh, what's the name of it? It's a book where like all gods are real and mm-hmm. like they kind of just like pander to you to like believe in them to give them power. Yeah. And like one of the main ones okay. is Quetzalcoatl, who's best friends with the main character, who's this little raccoon god thing. Uh huh. <laughs> and it's just hilarious. That sounds really interesting, actually. Yeah. You should look up Ailey Martinez. That's the author. I don't remember just the name of that text story. Me, text me the name of the all author right. so I can. But so anyway, there's mythos that that the Quetzalcoatl god, whose name is different than Quetzalcoatl, I can't remember, is the creator of humanity. But it's a contradictory story. There's a bunch of there's a couple of instances like that where where someone or another takes credit for creating humanity. That's what I mean about like it kind if of you have hundreds of gods and shit. Wouldn't a bunch of them try and take credit for stuff? Like oh, that? of course, lots of people do, and that's that's kind of feeds into that whole mythos. So, it's just an interesting side note. This 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 specific story, like H.P. Lovecraft or Lovecraft Country, is going to deal more heavily with like, well, I mean. Lovecraft Country is a novel. Yeah. I'm going to get that book, too. It's, at least I read it years or probably more than a decade ago now. Like, I'm into the show. There's just parts of it. Like, I, don't, I still don't know if it was just how fast it went or, like, the buildup or whatever. You so, have the same thing where it's like, yeah, I kind of like this, but I'm, like, not, the like, The first half hour, first 45 minutes, I was not super invested. And then it turns out that that was the whole show. <laughs> yeah, right. And then it's over. It's a, the second episode was a little better. I got a little deeper um, into that, but, like, more things were happening. Now, in, in, in fairness, the book... Probably when I read it a decade a ago, twelve years ago, I definitely thought it was slow and meandering when I read it. But that was so long ago, I just might not have had the the same kind of attention span I do now. Yeah, um, I it's something I I after watching the show, I'd like to yeah pick so that that's up and I, read like, again. I, when I realized it was a book, I was like, I want to check that out. Yeah, especially um, if it's as like as far as I know, the show follows it pr- semi closely. There's yeah. a couple of major things they change, but. 
There's also the main plot is still pretty much there. So that's what I was saying. I guess it wasn't HP Lovecraft, but when you mentioned that, like he let other, it was like made to let other people write into it. Yeah, there's plenty of like HP Lovecraft inspired books that use HP Lovecraft's monsters, but also reference HP. Lovecraft. Well, yeah, so yeah, there's and any a of the thing. any of the cult books, like the HP Lovecraft cult story oh, all lines, of them, yeah, all involved. He wrote these stories, but also. What the he wrote real. was real. Yeah, like, like he was an author this that is wrote the this story, and it is real. And you're like, mm, and they're like, but look, magic. And you're like, oh, shit, it's real. Yeah. Like, that, that's the... There's always, like, a point in the movie where it's like, no, for real, though. Yeah. Like, it's real. And by the way, like if, if you're up. digging H.P. Lovecraft and you like that kind of stuff, there's a game called Mansion of Madness. And you, it's, I thought you were going to mention, like, the other one that's out, like... Well, so it's a board game. There's another. Oh, there's another. Okay. There's, there's a, like game a game video that's game out. that yeah. just came out. There's a board game. It's a, an expensive board game. It's called Mansion of Madness. It's like a hundred dollars for the base game, and then it's like forty dollars for all the expansions each. I think I've seen it at and and my friend has it. I, it's too expensive that I wouldn't buy it, but I've played it and it is a ton of fun. You should bring that one day. Oh, I'm, on I'd here. have to get my bring, bring to here. my friend to bring it. But that's uh, fine. And like, or pay for one. Well, of he the keeps it locked up. He's like. <laughs> Well, he lives like an hour away, and we don't. Oh, we haven't okay. hung out in person since you know pandemic. Yeah. So that's like a thing. Um, we just play D and D over pod over Discord. Over now. pod. Over pod. Over pod. Over discourse now, but so <laughs> discord. Discourse. 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 Pot. Pod. pod whatever. Pod, whatever you, you know, can. We do things, and the internet's involved, over. man. Sometimes Welcome to the future. The 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 magic box that lets me see <laughs> people. Uh, you know, I just call a guy. His name's Jared, and he makes it happen. That's what... <laughs> I say, Jared, I need to play D&D. And he's like, it's two in the morning. And I'm like, God damn it, Jared. Connect do it me. now. <laughs> Connect me. Turn on the magic box, Jared. Dance, monkey. And he's like, I hate you so much. Ding, 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 ding. As so he we like, should. We plays should. the magic box. We should just like keep going with this throughout the month. Maybe not like a whole episode dedicated to each episode. I mean, yeah. we could. But we could, but we're going to have uh, to. I wanted to do an episode where maybe we break down all our favorite horror movies in general. I'm down with that. I'd love to do a horror movie one. We'll let Jared come because it'll be none because he don't watch scary movies because he's a bitch. But uh, so yeah, I'll let me just like uh, I'll throw in my my special mm-hmm. little. Uh, this other show that I, I came across, which I watched with my family, and then okay. when I realized it was on CBS, I realized it wasn't that terrible because I totally let my kids watch mm-hmm. movies because we're in America where the only thing you don't let kids see is sex. Yeah, right. Violence is okay. But um, so this was like a really cool show. You should definitely check it out. Like okay. it's about this forensic psychologist who's who's on this case for this serial killer, and like all of a sudden, you know, he's getting this. Oh no, uh, his defensive team comes up like, no, he's possessed by a demon. Mm-hmm. So when that happens. This uh, priest in training guy shows up, and she's hired by the Catholic Church to be like, we think he's a demon. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, yeah. he's a psychopath. Yeah. And they're like, well, read this prayer to him. And then he attacks her after she reads the prayer. And she's like, that's weird. Yeah. Um, but the whole time, it's like leaving you on this border between, um, is it real? Yeah, you tap or dance on is that it, line. Is it, is it like lies? Yeah. Because like once they're like, Oh yeah, no, look, look, it's a demon, blah, blah, blah. This happened. Then there's like a moment where they're like, Well, no, because this reason. So like at one point, like she's having like these night terrors. Mm -hmm. And this demon George is visiting her. Mm -hmm. And then she's realized, oh no, these are night terrors. And she's also talking to her therapist about them. Yeah. And like she does stuff where she breaks it, like she puts something written on the wall because you can't read in a dream. Mm -hmm. So she knows it's up there. So in her dream it's up there. She can't read it. She wakes up because she's like it's not real. Huh. And then every time the demon comes, there's like some kind of physical thing left behind, but then there's a, a completely reasonable reason. 
one point he pees in a corner. She gets up, the window's open and it's raining. It's uh, wet on the floor there. Yeah. Um, and then her daughter has the same has a nightmare with like a similar person. Yeah. But then it turns out they're watching a TV show together, like the streaming thing, and that's with a they're... demon that looks just like the demon yeah. in the dreams. Um, and then at some point, the serial killer that she's interviewing this whole time, who's also claiming he's not possessed by a demon. Yeah. He's like, I blacked out. Yeah. His defense team is coming up with it. They have another forensic psychologist that's saying, oh, no, he's possessed by a demon, like refuting her evidence that he's fine yeah. and, and sane. And then he's like, hey, so how about that demon in your dreams? And like, like talking about it like the demon's in him. Yeah. And he sent it there. Yeah. And then it turns out that her therapy notes have been stolen. Uh-huh. And then it turns out so, that the other forensic scientist stole them so from do you, her therapy. Do you ever find out if it's real or not? So far, no. Oh, man. <laughs> it goes back and forth so much. Oh, and then, like, man. the next episode is about miracles. Yeah. And they're like, nah, that miracle's not real. But that might be a ghost. <laughs> like, because there's, yeah, like, this okay. girl, like, dies and then she comes back. But then they're like, all right, so it wasn't a miracle. She didn't wake up because... Of of a miracle, she woke up because of malpractice. You guys pronounced her dead when you shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, and our evidence is because you worked so much longer on this white woman who did die. Yeah. And then not enough time on this this black girl who didn't die. Yeah. So you guys just suck at being doctors. Yeah. And then that's but at the same time, there's like this this thing that floats by in the the the, the auditorium footage of the girl's surgery. Yeah. And they're like, we still can't prove that that's not. A ghost, though. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the next thing that they oh lead God. into. That show would drive me up a. Fucking oh no, wall. it's fucking great because the whole time, every single time, they're like, "Oh man, there's something terrible happening." You're like, "Oh yeah, demons are real," and then they're like, "Man, it's just because something in the sink's making it sound like there's whispering coming." Yeah. <laughs> it's like just uh, back and forth. I'm gonna the have whole to check show. that out. It's good. Yeah. So that one's just called Evil. It's on Netflix. Yeah. yeah I, I found that I've it was seen the thing CBS. I've I just thought the thing it was for it. I haven't actually. Like, At this point, I just assume everything on Netflix is a Netflix show. Uh, speaking of Netflix, we watched uh, Hubie Halloween last night. I loved it. I thought it was so <laughs> fucking funny. It reminded me of like Ernest Scared Stupid. Like it, it, it takes reminded you back me of, to like, like that kind of wholesome, goofy Adam Sandler movies before like they got too serious or too Hollywood. Eh, Adam Sandler sucks in, uh, no matter what. But no, no I meant good. like he was like in like the 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 vein of like Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, it was. It had that kind of uh, that was a like a what's gonna happen kind of mystery thing. I really enjoyed that. Anyway, this has been a Dark Rum Podcast. That's a show about creepy things and stuff. If you want to, you know, let us know what you think. You want us to keep doing uh, Lovecraft Country or, uh, you know, something else with HP Lovecraft. You want us to go evil. You want us to do, like, movie horror movie reviews yeah. every now and then or shows or breakdowns yeah, of please things. Please let, let us, us know, know in the comments. Message us at darkroomstories at gmail.com. Let us know what your favorite horror movies are. Yeah. You can message us on Twitter and Instagram at Dark Rum Podcast. Yep. And that was this show. That was the show. Hey, y'all have an amazing day. Stay weird and nobody gets out alive. Wow.